Welcome back to Movie Rewrite. It has been a dog's age for us, anyway, for recording. And today, we're going to talk about a rock'em, sock'em action flick. Strap yourself in for an adrenaline-pumping, supernatural thrill ride. Starring Christopher Lambert, Talcia Soto, and Bridget Wilson. This white-knuckle adventure splits the Earth's best warriors against the Outworld's deadliest villains. In an ancient tournament, where the fate of the world will be decided in Mmm, yeah. So good. Yeah. Yep. Rave. Totally raving over here. Yeah. Up up <laughs> front, up front. I remember I wasn't in high school yet. Went to a high school basketball game. True story. Halftime, cheerleaders put on a dance to this song. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, holy shit, in 95, this song is being played at a high school basketball game, and cheerleaders are doing a dance to it. That, Crazy times. Yeah, that that really makes this song legit, right? Well, yeah, I think it was probably the best thing that came from this film was the soundtrack. <laughs> and maybe the best thing from 95? <laughs> Possibly. I'd have to do some research, but that might be the case. <laughs> well, if you haven't figured it out, we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat, numero uno. Nothing in this world has prepared you for this terrible CGI. Oh, awful CGI. But we got to remember the time we were in. This is true. Where it wasn't good no matter how you split it because, yeah, it was never good. I mean, they tried. They tried very hard. They mm-hmm. Maybe. I know they tried. I don't know if the very hard part, but they didn't have their big boy pants on for that one. <laughs> no, which is fine. Yeah, uh, we do have the director of Paul W. S. Anderson. You know, I knew he directed this, but when I was watching the credits and it said Paul Anderson, I thought to myself, at what point did he decide to add the W. S. and why? <laughs> it, who who you got to differentiate from? Don't know. I I can see why you're looking at his filmography, dude. Event Horizon has a soft spot in my heart for like the first forty minutes of that movie. I'll enjoy, and then the rest of it goes downhill for me. Wait, is that the? Does that have Jurassic Park guy in it? Yes. <laughs> that's the one yeah. where they're in the spaceship that creates a black hole so they can travel and it goes to hell it's got Lawrence huh. Fishburne in it Fishburne. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I saw yeah, that that's like him. not too long ago like, mm-hmm. well not too long ago probably like a year or two or now but definitely an interesting film yeah that's I'm just I a mean, huge space geek so it kind of you know you and me both me. I mean if you're looking at this like hit and you know give me his filmography real quick like start at the bottom part I mean, his really big movie making was Mortal Kombat. You know, then you get right. that Event Horizon, mm-hmm. which I think is a huge step up. I'm a writer, um, director wise, Monster Hunter. I don't even know what's half of this. I mean, and then you got Resident Evil, so he kind of locks himself in as almost being a director for video games. Yeah. Well, he didn't do all the Resident Evils, but he did enough. Yeah, so 
Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, That's so funny. we forget we've already talked about him with mm-hmm. Alien vs. Predator. Death and I think Race, we already Resident talked Evil. about Event Horizon. He's done quite a few Resident Evils. Yeah, he bowed Three, out of a couple of them. But four. Yeah. Did four of them? How many are there? Like six? I, so like two? Dude, I lost. I stopped watching it <laughs> when they, they try to retell its own story at the start of each movie. Like By two or three, I was like, I'm done. I, I'm not... I can't participate in this anymore. True. And I never really played the video games, so I didn't really. Yeah, I feel which... like they kind of veered off from the games, but whatever. Well, that's going to be a problem for me. I mildly played Mortal Kombat 1 and maybe 2. Uh, these type of video games never really got me these side-scroller fighting games, mainly because I never felt like I could get the uh, coordination down to do the special right. moves. And I said, well, screw it. I'm just not going to do it. Wow, and he's a producer on the new Monster Hunter. Yikes. Well, you know why, right? Is that the one with Mila? Mm-hmm. Because they're lovers. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of Nepotism. funny. That movie went in a completely... Yeah, whatever. We're not what movie? Monster Hunter. You saw it? No, I, okay. I saw I saw someone like, talking about it, and like it went from... Yeah, like, uh, you know, because like, those games are mainly around, you know, like... Older mm-hmm. times, swords and bows and arrows uh-huh. and lots of firearms. <laughs> it's like it can't so, pick a genre. Like it's got to yeah. have both feet in like old world and new stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. You so, say whatever works for you. And the other thing that I did not know about this, obviously until I looked, were the writers for Mortal Kombat. Bring it. Okay. I don't so Ed Boon and John Tobias sound, f- which those are the creators of the game. Whoa! Okay. So that's what really throws me off about this movie. So especially it- after seeing the the top two writers, which there's one more credit, which is Kevin Droney, who's this guy. Well, so you're telling me that the the guys that wrote like. I I mean how how do you there is there really a story to the Mortal Kombat video game? Well, see, and that's the thing is I don't from the original game I don't really think so because it's been quite a while since I've actually played the first game because as, as to my knowledge I'm pretty sure they were just a fighting game kind of something just you know like Street Fighter just something else that kind of revolutionized the fighting genre the you know the hand to hand stuff the side scroll fighting but I I don't no, unless this story was kind of just created for the film, I'm not entirely too sure. Well, if you look at his the as it Boone, mm-hmm. his his credits, dude. If you look at his writer credits, he's got 21, and they're all Mortal Kombat hmm. video game. Right. I mean, he's he's really deep into it, so it's it. I'm not gonna say it's surprising that the writer of the video game is now writing the movie. But I think the big problem you're going to have, and if you look at other video game adaptations, is that medium doesn't directly translate over. No. Because with the problem with Mortal Kombat is you've got a 1v1 fighting game yes. where all you do is progress up the levels. How do you write a movie where that's what you're doing? Yeah, and that's probably what they tried doing here is making some sort of backstory well to the game to give it some substance which 
not bad, but I mean, it was kind of just all over the place. Yeah, I, I literally watched it, what was like a week or two ago, and I it's one of those movies that I kind of have a hard time remembering like what happened in what place of the film, because it just <laughs> seems like it's just all over the place. Yeah. So I might get slightly confused on some stuff we're talking about or get stuff out of place, just an FYI. That's all right. Give me anybody of these these actors stand out to you? Um not entirely. So I feel like anything Liu Kang and Raiden. <laughs> but uh kind of or and Shang Tsung, obviously. Yeah, he's probably the more Mm-hmm. For me, anyway, the guy I recognize most. So the guy who plays Liu Kang, um, before Mortal Kombat, nothing. I, I don't know. Stuff I've never watched is kind of before my time a little bit. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then after that, to be quite honest, I mean, he's in a Street Fighter, that legend of Chung Li. Yep. But nothing else. Re- I, I kind of. I'm sad he didn't have some kind of cameo in the new Mortal Kombat that's coming out this year, but maybe he does and he's just not credited. But I don't know. That would be I don't nice, know how you yes. don't have someone back because he was one of the few cast members that came back from the original movie to Annihilation. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, which I, I forgot about, but he is actually in Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, the video game? Mm-hmm. He is Interesting. Hi, him himself and voice acting himself as Shang Tsung in the game. Oh. Pretty cool. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, all right. I guess these actually have some video games. Or no, wait. <laughs> oh, that's a TV <laughs> series. I see. No, I was just looking to see if there was one other... I swear there was one other movie that I remember seeing him in. Oh, it's 47 Ronin. He's in 47 Ronin? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Want to talk about Johnny Cage for a second? Yeah. Oh, he's also in the Legacy TV series. Dude, stuff that I don't know if I've ever seen or ever heard of. Ever. I mean, O2, CSI, Crime Scene Investigation, as a sub-detective. Uh-huh. Don't know how many episodes. <laughs> the Young and the Restless. Uh, he's in Sub-Zero Video. I don't know what that is. Is that Mortal Kombat related? Apparently, he is in Resident Evil Extinction. Mm. Good on you, bro, for getting in on that. And again, Days of Our Lives. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. How? What? How do you... Wait, he was in Iron Man 3 as Commander? <laughs> shit. Maybe I've seen him more oh, than I realize. Yeah. Wow. Wait, if he's not Johnny Cage in it up, I'm not going to recognize this dude. For real. Oofta. All right. Maybe... He's just sneaking in the shadows ninja style. So this was that other movie that I was thinking of that uh, he was in, Balls of Fury. Which guy? Um, oh, Shang Tsung. Oh, Balls of Fury. Yeah, as a mysterious Asian man. <laughs> Is that what he's credited as? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, he was also an Electra. Uh. <laughs> uh, is he in the new one? Planet of the Apes. He's in... All right, well, whatever. Yeah, funny. So let's let's figure this out. Do we want to talk about? Okay, we. Let's, I think to talk about this movie, we got to understand the video game. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do we say? There's nine characters that you can choose from in this game. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> what is the plot to the video game? We've got Earth Realm and what Outworld, mm-hmm. Nether Regions World. What is it? So, according to the plot of the originals, okay. is that the universe consisted of eighteen surviving realms, and this is in the first video game. Uh, apparently, so it says that the yeah. I mean, this is. Obviously, I don't think this was actually in concrete when the first game came out, but I think that as the franchise has continued, they obviously had to come up with a story to keep things interesting. So oh. this is okay. Apparently, where it all started. Okay, well, wait. So and why? Huh? Help me. Help me understand. This the movie is telling me that once a generation, a tournament happens to defend. Earth realm. Mm-hmm. So the way I understand this is other realms can challenge a different realm. And if you lose 10 consecutive fights, you get conquered. Yes. So my brain hurts already. Right. Okay. So earth realm is no, is not challenging people because it, Liu Kang is the only one that has a basic understanding of this mythology, but we're not led to believe like Earth Realm is really doing anything to right. train or be ready for this, except for Liu Kang. They're just kind of hanging out. So, <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is a tough nut to crack. So yeah, so I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read this because it, it kind of does get a little interesting. Okay. So, there's 18 surviving realms, which were apparently created by the Elder Gods. Okay. Um, there were six of the realms are described as Earth Realm, home to such legendary heroes as Liu Kang, Kung Lao, Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, and Jax Briggs, and also under the protection of the Thunder God Raiden, Nether Realm, the fiery depths of which are <clears throat> inhospitable to all but the most vile, a realm of demons and shadowy warriors such as Quan Chi and Noob Saibot, Outworld, a realm of constant strife which Emperor Shao Kahn claims as his own, Saito, the realm of order, whose inhabitants prize structure and order above all else, the realm of chaos, whose inhabitants do not abide by any rules whatsoever and where constant turmoil and change are worshipped, and Edenia, which is known for its beauty, artistic expression, and the longevity of its inhabitants. The Elder Gods decreed that the denizens of one realm could only conquer another realm by defeating the defending realm's greatest warriors in ten consecutive Mortal Kombat tournaments. Okay. This feels like that's a whole plot synopsis for like the games in general. That 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 gets way more in depth than it. So right. I, so this one is basically saying this the the game takes place on Earth Realm, Shang mm-hmm. on Shang Tsung's island, in which seven locations serve as the stage of the game. Mortal Kombat explains that Shang Tsung has was banished to Earth Realm five hundred years previous, and with the help of Goro, is able to seize control of Mortal Kombat tournament in an attempt to doom the realm. For 500 years straight, Goro's been undefeated, and now a new generation must challenge. So the player receives information about the character and biographies displayed during a, a tract mode. 
the bulk of the game's backstory and lore was only told in a comic book. Hmm. So, we here, here's your challenge. Mortal Kombat being super popular video game. Mm-hmm. A, because it's pretty it's new, new. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's, yeah. And how you have a PG-13 movie right. is Weak. beyond me at this point. Right, but... Yeah, go ahead. No, what are you saying? Well, I was going to say is I was going to answer that question is who is this movie for? And I think that that's who that movie was for is for that younger crowd, the kids that are actually playing the game. You make a movie that's rated R, well, there goes a lot of your crowd because yeah, reasons. I, well, I see what you're saying, though. Like It's it's easier for access for the kid to get right. a video game that is rated above their age. Mm-hmm. But you also know, like, those kids are for sure playing that video game, especially if it's at an arcade. Right. It's harder to get those kids to also get to the theater because now mommy and dad are like, you want to go see what now? Mm -hmm. What's it about? And what's it rated? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so, little buddy. Yeah. No way. So if if your plot of the game is you've got these nine characters, eight characters... Fighting in a tournament. Here is my question. In the video game, you have to fight Earthrealm and what is this other realm? That's where I'm confused. So is Shang Tsung not of this realm? No, I don't believe so. So how is it he... Is he just got to win the ten fights and then he can own Earthrealm? Because my question is, if he can do that, how come Earthrealm people keep fighting each other? That's right? A good question. You yeah. can't have Kano and Sonya fight for each other because they're both both Earth Realmers, right? Am I <clears throat> am I misunderstanding the whole No, you're you're right. Because is it each realm brings up their fighters? Uh-huh. So do you want me to tell you where like just this little part right here? Yeah, lay it on me. So the first Mortal Kombat game takes place in Earth Realm, where okay. seven different warriors with their own reasons for entering participate in the tournament, with the prize being the continued freedom of their realm under threat of a takeover by Outworld. Among the established warriors were Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, and Sonya Blade. With the help of the Thunder God Raiden, the Earth Realm warriors were victorious, and Liu Kang became the new champion of Mortal Kombat. So that's apparently the first one. In Mortal Kombat 2, unable to deal with his minion Shang Tsung's failure, Outworld Emperor Shao Kahn lures the Earthrealm warriors to Outworld, where Liu Kang eventually defeats Shao Kahn. By the time of Mortal Kombat 3, Shao Kahn merged Adenia with with his empire and revived its former queen Sindel in Earthrealm, combining it with Outworld as well. He attempts to invade Earthrealm, but is ultimately defeated by Liu Kang once more. After the Khan's defeat, Adania was freed from his grasp and returned to a peaceful realm ruled by Princess Katana. The following game, Mortal Kombat 4, features the fallen elder god Shinnok attempting to conquer the realms and kill Raiden. However, he is also defeated by Liu Kang. So, yeah, this this franchise, video game-wise, gets way too complicated for what this first game and movie are. Right. Because I think they realized they had to start to build something to mm-hmm. keep people coming back. Which, I haven't watched the second film yet, but I feel like that the second one kind of mirrors 
Mortal Kombat 2 games. A little bit better. Yeah. Slightly. Because if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that kind of happened where, you know, obviously Shao Kong shows up and he's wanting to combine the two worlds. And yeah, Liu Kang beats him again. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. Again, you are trying to... You got to rewrite the whole story for a movie because we're introduced to characters that really don't make a lick of sense and ideas and plot that don't go anywhere. And this movie changes gears a couple of times to where I just, I check out. And right. part of the problem is the CG a little bit. I am a little lenient with dialogue and same with the fighting because it's man it's not there you can tell that these people are really most of them are not training any kind of martial arts right especially Johnny Cage and in parts it shows but i i think what we need to do is we need to talk about our three main earth realm fighters and establish why they're important and how they get to are they fighting on Earth, or are they in a different realm? Um, because they take that boat and it freaking almost looks like it Peter Pans off into the clouds. <laughs> Peter Pan to a freaking island that yeah has so many different terrains far, on it. It should be Earth. They should okay. be on Earth. All right, so let's get into this, Liu Kang. Because I think this is one of the first plot holes in in this movie. So we're introduced to Luke Kang because he's having a nightmare of his brother being murdered by. Come on, what's his name again? Oh man, I just. I want to say Shao Kahn, but I know that's the second guy. Um, I already Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung, holy crap! Why is he fighting Shang Tsung? Is this part of the tournament? Are you talking about at the end? No, at the very beginning of this, when the only reason. Liu Kang gets dragged back in is because Shang Tsung murders his brother in a fight. Is that not part of Mortal Kombat? Because it looks like it takes place at that monastery that he goes to. Okay, again, probably. How? Wh- wh- what makes the tournament? If Goro is undefeated, y- yeah, dude, I don't the, understand. It does the whole tournament. The whole this whole movie doesn't make sense because it, it doesn't. It doesn't set boundaries or rules, and it doesn't follow anything. Like I said, there's no it, logic. No, like, and that's why I said like I have a hard time like remembering of like what happened when and like where because it it's all just there. <laughs> like you know, it doesn't follow its actual. And like the one thing too, what was it? Uh, they were like fighting on the beach, and then all of a sudden Johnny Cage is just out in the middle of nowhere like fighting Scorpion. It's like what is happening? And, exactly. Yeah. And and that and like and that's what I'm talking about. Is like there's no, you know, like like who's fighting who and what's going on. And then like and then like you see like the Goro and Goro's fighting all these like other random dudes. Like who who like who do these dudes fight to get there? And like where is this fighting going on? Like there's just there's all these questions and stuff that just does not add up or make sense in this whole movie. So the game you you're supposed to progress to each fighter, and each fighter is supposed to be a little bit more difficult. And Goro mm-hmm. is the end guy. Mm-hmm. So. 
Liu Kang gets drawn back. I'm still confused on why he's back. If this fight that he's seeing is part of Mortal Kombat, it doesn't matter. Supposedly, he is the chosen one. That That's a brand new plot. Never heard of that before. Anyways, we get Sonya Blade and Jax, which is in this movie for a whopping five minutes. And like most everybody else from this movie is recast for Mortal Kombat 2. Mm-hmm. Or these guys just... the actors don't want to come back is following Kano who works for Shang Soon. But for some reason, Shang Soon really has a thing for Sonya for reasons that I never understood. Like he specifically tells Kano, like make sure she's on the boat. Why is he recruiting for like earth realm? I don't, I never understood that. I don't know either. And well, apparently on this, it says Sonya's seeking revenge on Australian yeah. crime lord Kano for murdering a fellow officer. Sure. So she follows him, gets on the boat, mm-hmm. is told not to murder him, but she ends up fighting him and kills him with a leg lock. Because mm-hmm. she was told at some point during the fight. Finish him. So she does. With one of the weakest ass fights I've ever seen. Again, you've got two Earth Realm people fighting for Shang Soon. So, how does that work when it comes to like yeah tallying that victory for which side? It seems like that this like whole thing was like set up and is all just um, manipulated, which therefore would mean like that the rules are kind of being broken. Therefore, that. They should just automatically lose because cheating. But I, I don't know. Well, Shang Tsung trying to stack it in his odds that he wins. Like, is he just trying to weed out all the weak? We're never told how many fighters for no. Earthrealm come. But eventually, like, it's just our core three. Right. But it looked like that there were more because there were all those people like fighting Goro. It's like, what are those people doing there? I don't know. There's a lot of Earth people there that yeah. are also fighters like, that fight our main hero, it's heroes so at some weird. point. So Johnny Cage, actor. People don't think he's legit martial artist, which is funny because even in today's world, we've got legit martial artists and fighters who are in the world of acting. Right. He gets told to go there by, it was Raiden, right? Mm-hmm. You know, hey, go to this place, legitimate you'll 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 everybody will say that you're a great fighter cool okay so he goes these are our core three earth realm protectors yeah all right sure so we have johnny cage sonya and uh Luke kang fight some no name has been Guys with swords? Mm-hmm. For no reason. Nope. Kano and Goro are best buds for reasons. Mm-hmm. And I I don't get it. Talk to me about how Johnny Johnny Cage and Scorpion fight. What'd you think? Doesn't make sense and dumb. <laughs> Why? I don't know, it's just Honestly, my whole opinion on this movie is it was just it was made too soon. Like there's elements in it that you know, obviously the time CGI, you know, not that great. 
Like it just, I feel like if they had the technology that they have now, the movie probably would have been better and maybe like polished out more because they were probably able to do some, you know, more crazier stuff. I don't know, but it's it just, it was just all weak. It's just weak sauce, especially how they killed off Scorpion. Hey, it doesn't oh. matter because they're back in the next movie. Yeah, no kidding. Which, I mean, theoretically, Scorpion, I guess, is kind of immortal, but... He's already kind of dead. Yeah. I, I think what you're trying to get here is you're just trying to get to the point of, hey, this is what you played in a video game, but now it's on TV. Yeah, and even it being or on a movie, TV, I guess. yeah, it's, it's just... I guess what I'm trying to get at is you don't have the same experience watching this movie as you do have playing the game, which obviously, but I mean... I hate saying it, but I had I felt the same like excitement and like exhilaration from the animated film because there's a lot of stuff that mirrored the games. Especially the newer yeah. ones with like the X ray shots. But I mean obviously we're not talking about that film, but besides the point, like I said, I feel like this movie, if it was made later with better tech and maybe a concrete um backstory that probably wasn't just made up on the spot for the film. Which I feel like that that's where this backstory came from is probably after they made the film, but I could be wrong. Mm. Because I don't think that there was a whole lot in the actual game. Well, let's talk about saying Shun real quick. He can take your soul if you lose. Mm -hmm. Your soul is mine. And apparently that's a source of his power. Because Liu Kang starts getting help from another fighter. Katana. For reasons. Mm. All right. So these two fight, and like during the fight, they take little breaks, and she whispers stuff into his ear, and they continue to fight. But then Shang Soon calls and says, You guys aren't really fighting. It's over. I feel like that's not the point of Mortal Kombat. Somebody needs to walk out of there dead. Yeah, I know what yes. I just said. Yes. And a, okay, well, dragged out in a body bag. Their soul needs to be taken from their body. You can't just. Because we saw earlier, like, Liu Kang never actually ends anybody's life. No. And we can make the argument, Sub-Zero was killed by Liu Kang, but also, is Sub-Zero really human? We're getting into borderline zombie territory here, right? Right. Him and Sub-Zero kind of, like, resurrected people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Liu Kang's first fight with that guy... Shang Tsung, like, just takes his soul. Like, Luke Kang never finishes him. Right. Problem. Because now we're painting our, our main character, like, he's virtuous enough to not take the life of anybody else because his goal is to get to Shang Tsung. Mm-hmm. So, by that logic, he has to murder everybody he fights to get to that goal. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Because Sonya Blade's first fight, she straight up mercs Kano. Yep. Because she's in it for revenge, so she's got no problem with it. Johnny Cage fights... Is it Scorpion first? Yeah. Okay. Scorpion. Okay, fight, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of weird, like, that... The, like, the rows of trees they're walking through, and then yeah. all of a sudden they're transported to Hell Realm. Yep. Where Johnny Cage cuts him with a shield mm -hmm. and it's hot liquid hot magma that comes out of him 
after we see his skull mm-hmm. face burnt, you know, throwing fire. Yep. Dead. Yep. So weak. Liu Kang gets told to use the element of life. Mm. And then this scene pissed me okay. off too. All right. Makes me so mad. So <laughs> so mad. He, again, this is a huge problem with the movie is Luke Kang before Luke Kang gets into this room, you see a, a hooded person walking around with that water pails and sets the water down and leaves. Yeah. Come to find out it's Raiden, mm. who's not a big fan of what's going on anyway. So again, we go back to is this a rigged tournament? Yes. And if it's rigged, who's overseeing it? How is no this happening? Like it's all, yeah, it's all just Ooh, a bunch of baloney. Sure. Puts the water down. So Liu Kang goes into this room and this is this is the Sub-Zero fight, right? Do they fight mm-hmm. twice? Am I confusing myself? Did they fight twice uh, and then, like, Shang Tsung calls it and says, tells them to stop again? Uh, something, like, I don't remember. Or, no, am I thinking they showed Sub-Zero off and he freaking freezes a guy and... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what it was, yeah, because, yeah, that was, this, I'm pretty sure it's the first time that him and Liu Kang are fighting. Okay, so they're fighting. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, what does Sub-Zero do? I want you to explain this to me. So, he was, like, trying to form some sort of, like, ice wall or barrier or something. Like, I'm not... I don't know. Some sort of special move. And... (laughs) Is this from the video game? Like, yeah, he makes, like, this shield that starts getting bigger and bigger and everything it touches freezes. I've never seen that in the game. Okay. Like, I mean, it could have been added later, but not in, like, the originals. Okay. Like... Yeah, there was nothing that's like, I need to take like an hour to... But yeah, so then... the Pause the fight where I build yeah. up my uh, ice shield here, please. And so then Liu Kang throws the water um, at his little ice barrier. The water freezes into an icicle and spears Sub-Zero. Dumb. Who then freezes? Yeah. And falls to pieces. Dumb. Which... <clears throat> I don't know if many people know this or not, but Liu Kang, um, obviously this is probably later in the uh, the games, but Liu Kang is originally supposed to be on his way to becoming a fire god and eventually does. Okay. And... Or wait, actually that might have been... Oh, you're getting your mythos mixed yeah, up? Yeah, I'm getting... Ah. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I, okay. I couldn't remember if that was in, a mo- in the animated movie or if it was in the game. But yeah, I mean, anyways, there's a fire element there, kind of like Scorpion, I guess you could say. But yeah, it would have been better if, um, you know, some some sort of to do with the fire instead of like reverse freezing Sub-Zero. Like, I, I, I don't know, just dumb. There, I feel like that fight could have been Frosty. way better. <laughs> Frosty! Oh, and... um. Can't forget flawless victory. Does he say? Does that say, is that said at this point? No. Okay. It is said. I'm sure, like okay. once or twice by Shang Tsung, though, which is just dumb. So that's that goes back to the runtime of this movie is got to be filled with something other than fighting, correct? Especially yeah. when you take like it. It felt super quick. Like the Johnny fight mm-hmm. with Scorpion was super quick and over. Yep. Same with Sonya and Kano. Yep. And then this one, there really isn't much of a fight because they hit, hit, punch, punch, kick, kick, and then all of a sudden you got Sub-Zero like yep. doing a half squat 
Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, radiating an ice shield for, yep. again, what reason? Don't know. But how is it... How is it Liu Kang is being, is able to be told what to do and Katana and Raiden both know what's about to happen? Yeah. Is this Raiden trying to tip everything back in their favor? Mm-hmm. Dude, this movie wants me to ask questions and I really wish it would have been like more of a... This is a bullshit tournament. How can we get... How can we still win it? Mm-hmm. But we're going to have to cheat to do it. Yeah. Because Liu Kang, again, is the only one who, in a way, kind of cheats to win. Our other two mains, like, they straight up murk him. Like, hand-to-hand yeah. combat. Liu Kang uses the power of frozen water. Mm-hmm. Again, he's not. he hasn't really killed anybody yet. No. All right. In the background, we get introduced to Goro, mm. who, what do you think of him in this movie? <laughs> Some next level puppeteering right here. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't bad. Given the CG in this movie, this is like I just a godsend. The one thing that kind of just threw me off, though, like his face. Like his face just didn't look... <sighs> Like what? Well, I guess what I'm trying to like say. Like the movements of his mouth, like ish. But he just like his face didn't look like really that scary, or like more like battle worn or just like badass looking. And I don't know. It, it just seemed like it sh- should have been a little bit more like rugged and just you know like dude, an- you got angrier. A, you got an eight foot monster with four arms. Yeah. Well, I'm already pissing my pants. Yeah. I mean, if I, uh, again, you've got a guy who can shoot a spear out of his hand, mm-hmm. has a skull for a head who can shoot fire, and a guy who can shoot ice, and no one's like, well, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got fists and feet. You're shooting shit at me. Mm-hmm. How is this fair? Which... Also, I forgot to mention this on that fight with Johnny Cage and Scorpion. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you know this either, but that is actually a fatality that Scorpion does. Is he like pulls his hood off and it's he's a skull, uh-huh. and then he breathes fire and scorches him. So that's why I'm also mad over the fact because it's like that should have been like a fatality, like of Scorpion killing someone. Instead, it was just like okay. Explain to me, because I'm a moron, what a fatality is again. So it's like a certain button combination you would do once you fully knock someone out. So This ends them for good. This is like yeah, so they're like, wobbling around. Yeah, this so is the finisher. you have rounds, and you're, you know, it's yeah. the first to two rounds wins. And then once you pretty much have them beat, yeah, you do your certain little button combination once they're pretty much dead. And they'll perform a fatality, which is something that they will do which in this case was him pulling his hood off and there being a skull underneath and him breathing fire and letting him on fire okay so what is it when after he blows up you see a signed headshot of johnny cage falls onto some fire and burns isn't that is that a friendship (laughs) dude i know there's a lot of shit to these mortal Kombat guns that come back later isn't that called something too is that a finishing mm, move i mean I don't know specifically Johnny Cage, but I could totally see it. But I, I don't know. I feel like that was something because I know like the animalities came later, where like mm-hmm. they would transform into an animal mm-hmm. to do the a finishing move. I swear, 
this Johnny Cage thing was like maybe that's his part of his finisher move. He just punches you in the head and leaves an autograph. Sure. I don't know, dude. I feel <laughs> feel stupid that we don't know some of the answers to this, but we're all talking about Mortal Kombat the movie. That makes no logical sense. Yes. At all. None. Alright, so Goro. Mm-hmm. This monstrosity we what do you call this? A little bit of a montage? Mm-hmm. Of him just wrecking dudes that we have no idea who they are, where they yep. came from, or why they're here. Mm-hmm. Because from what we've seen, our three main characters have taken out the three main fighters for Shang Tsung. Mm, yeah. Except for Goro, because Goro is the main guy. Once you beat Goro, like, do you win the tournament? That's kind of what it seemed like should happen. But no one else has fought Goro, or no one else like a superpower dead being, or however you want to phrase these other fighters right yeah all right oh my god (laughs) yes that's what i mean like this movie's just a jumbled mess well so johnny cage in order to save like everybody he challenges goro and Mm -hmm. like shang soon has to allow that so by that same logic is goro just challenging all these other earth realm nobodies well yeah and that's just to fight him that's what I was wondering too, is because like how how is this tournament even working, and like why is Goro even fighting those people, and then why are they allowed to just oh I challenge Goro like that? That's what I mean. Like there's just there's no logic, there's no boundaries or rules or any certain pathway this movie follows, and that's why it's all just confusing. And there's just stuff here, things are happening, like that's yeah, that's literally the scope of this film. So. You know, we get that we talked about the the Sub Zero fight and how Liu Kang was given tips and tricks, mm-hmm. like he was handed the the playbook of what to do to beat Sub Zero, like you could in a video game. You know, get mm-hmm. special cheat codes. Johnny Cage challenges Goro, and Sonya Blade's like, "Oh no, how would you do such a thing?" It's like, "Don't worry, babe, I got a plan." How in the hell does he know where he's going to fight and exactly. the terrain exactly. of what's about to happen? Exactly. Well, and that's what I'm saying is like there should be like a, a set stage, something, you know, because what was it? They're fighting, a boundary. On, they're fighting on the beach. And then all of a sudden you got Johnny Cage fighting Scorpion off in that thicket of trees. Uh, yeah. And then they get. And then you got Johnny Cage fighting Goro on the cliffside. Like. Well, it has to it has to go to different places because that's what the video game does. Yeah. Right. But which point- would be fine, but like have some boundaries, have it, you know, like a stage. Like there's, yeah, I don't know. So you it's gotta be spectators. Oh God. Yeah, you do. Okay, so Johnny Cage runs up this cliff side. And he goes through this little. Or he run, it goes out this little cave and goes out, and it, I don't know, goes off into space. Like it's not in the water. Like he's just gone. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, is this on Earth? Because we're told it's an island. We see that's an island. There's water all around, mm-hmm. but at the edge of this cliff is like a void to nowhere. <laughs> so again, where are we? All right. Should be Earth. But anyway, he runs up to this and he like goes, oh, he the look on his face is like, oh, shit, this is a cliff. And it cuts and Goro shows up and 
basically Johnny like knocks him off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Is all this just played for the viewer of like, oh no, Johnny doesn't know what to do. How's he ever going to beat Goro? But like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, pretty much. How does he know that that's where they're going to fight? That there's a cliff there. You know, like I kind of want this written better of like he sees a different kind of weakness from watching a different fight because we get the impression Goro is just like killing these guys like pretty quick mm-hmm. and maybe Johnny Cage sees something different like actually show me being like a legit fighter like that's why he's there you just make like yeah that's a smart move like kick him off a cliff good on you and then I guess you beat Scorpion so I, I guess he's a good fighter <laughs> I mean, you did just beat a being who shot stuff out of his hand at you and fire. Yeah, true. I guess you're legit. But, yeah, but, also but say who he, saw that? Fair, yeah, true that. There's no one there to see it. <laughs> like, there's no one there for him to prove that to. No one to be like, oh, yeah, like, I I went to this tournament. I can fight. No one saw you. Well, yeah, but that was kind of the point. No one's going to see it, but yep. it's going to give Johnny, like... Mm-hmm. And Shang Tsung doesn't take souls of any of his... Uh, fighters nope mainly because either blown up crumbled to ice pieces or fell off into a void no he did take kano do you take kanos oh, i don't remember poor kano it's so just kano we barely knew you <laughs> all right and i go back to this why is sonya blade so special that she had to be here because now she's kidnapped goro gets defeated shang soon kidnaps her and goes to the hell is this place called shit world it's outworld out that's outworld um oh dude we, i can't we, we gotta talk about reptile we gotta backtrack here i know but this cg monstrosity that is literally a reptile when we were first introduced to him dude i swear this thing is five foot tall right and his purpose is to blend in yeah, and spy. So once we get to Outworld, somehow he's seen by Liu Kang. And when Liu Kang like grabs him, like this thing's like three feet tall. Yeah. Super confused of how, like, what is this thing? Yeah, they kind of did a poor job with him. And then Luke... So in Outworld, there's these weird like statues on the ground where it looks like a chestburster mm-hmm. popped out. And he throws Reptile into it and out pops Reptile in human form. Yep. And now we get another random fight. Mm. Is this part of the tournament? What's going on? Exactly. Is It's a fight for fight's sake. Yep. That's pretty much what it is. That's what it kind of looks like in the plot anyways that's described here. Well, Liu Kang does his signature bicycle kick. He's under... (laughs) (laughs) Under orders from Shang Tsung to prevent him and Cage from rescuing Sonya. So apparently Reptile was put up to defend Shang Tsung pretty much. Okay, So it's not even a fight to do with the tournament. And Raiden can't go. Nope. So... But Shang Tsung is challenging Sonya to fight, but she can deny. Because he's making it sound like he fights her and wins, like it's all over. The whole tournament's over. He he won it all. Which is wrong. He's mm-hmm. had four fighters just go out. Right. How many fighters do you lose before this specific tournament is over? 
That's my question, dude. Let's backtrack. If if Luke King is is for Earth Realm, right? Mm-hmm. How many fights does he fight before the tournament is over? Before he wins, is it five in a row? We don't know. Like what's that's what, what what's saying. my bracket we here? We don't know. Ugh. Like that's what I said way earlier. Is it just none of it makes sense? Like the whole tournament itself does not make sense. Like who's fighting for who? Yeah, like there's there's no actual rules. Johnny's fighting for love because mm. it's Sonya Blade and Also just sure. a side note, uh-huh. kind of crazy, budget of 18 million, box office 124 million. This movie cost 18 million to make and it mm-hmm. made a, over 100 back. Mhm. <laughs> wild. Weird wild stuff. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I and you get greenlit for number 2, yep. which popped out soon after. Anyways, Let's 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 finish the 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 trajectory of this main plot. They get to Sonya. Liu Kang is like, I'm gonna meet my destiny. I'm gonna whoop your ass, Shang soon. And Katana's still like, don't fall for his tricks. And he's like, oh, I won't, babe. So they start fighting, and Liu Kang is getting his ass kicked. And at some point during the fight, Shang soon turns into. The brother that was killed that he saw in his dream from the start of the movie. And all of a sudden, of course, we got something like, oh, no, it's you. Motherfucker, you know who that is. Right. Why? Like, you got to keep going. Like this whole the whole morphing concept in a movie. Mm. And then like it <clears throat> stops somebody dead in their tracks. Like, no, you know, this person's dead. You know it for a fact, and you know this guy has got powers. Continue to fight, please. Anyways, he gets his ass kicked some more, and he finds his inner strength to push it. Again, we got another cliff death, Mm -hmm. and we have the big Mortal Kombat symbol on the floor with spikes through it now, and Shang Tsung just lands there, and all the souls he ever consumed go flying away. And we get... Gosh, dude, what was your comp? What was your complaint with this movie? Flawless victory. Flawless victory. Thank dude, you. Def- define flawless victory in the context of the video game. Meaning, you literally do not get hit by anything once. The first two minutes of this fight, Liu Kang is getting his ass kicked. Yes, you can't say flawless victory. Yes. After you fling a guy off a freaking cliff. And which pisses me off even more is the writers were the creators of the game. Like, they know this. Use a dictionary to know what flawless means, like, please. they know this. Like, everyone that plays these games knows what a flawless victory is. Do you get any kind of accolades for a flawless victory in a fight in the game? Do you remember? Is it just one of those things like you just get the voiceover? So, like, yeah, it's just to pump you, just, you up a little bit. Yeah, so you get the voiceover and then it pops up flawless victory in like big letters that you smash them into oblivion without even taking one speck of damage. You know who had a flawless victory? Uh, Johnny Cage versus Goro. <laughs> For real. Because if Goro got one good hit and on Johnny, that is over. Yep. Johnny Cage, winner of the movie, flawless victory. Yep. Fuck you, Liu Kang. You did not. No. The only reason you say that at the end is because you're... The movie's telling me you're the main good guy, Mm -hmm. and so you deserve the win. No. 
that doesn't give you the... You can't just say flawless victory. No. That's not... that. No. You could have said, I don't know, what's a good Mortal Kombat saying? I, I mean, give him a freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger Honestly, what, what would have been better? Saying it Literally, the- what would have been the best saying for that moment is him just to say fatality. Because... That was another fatality you could do on certain Ooh. stages would uppercut them off the stage and they would fall onto a bed of spikes. Oh. So if anything, you should just... Oh. Fatality. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the writers... Of the <laughs> like, video game and the movie. You gotta know your own shit. Like, what is happening? Oh. Like, this can't be real. <laughs> oh, I thought this was based on a true story. Oh, and then he said, flawless victory. Uh, I, I know technically it's wrong, but that's what he said. And it's based off true story. We've got to keep some realism here. Right? Yes. Oh, I'm just... <laughs> fuck, dude. It, uh, how, how do you make this movie actually good? Because I'm going to say this now. I have little hope for the 2021 movie being very good. And I, and I hope I am wrong. But you think it's not going to be that good, dude? I'm just saying. Given, oh, here, I have hope because since the release of the first video game and this movie, a lot of lore and backstory have been 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 mm-hmm. built into this franchise. Exactly. So I can see where they've got things to pick and choose from to do it. But again, you're taking a video game medium and you're putting it onto a big screen where you have. X amount of time to st- to tell a cohesive story mm-hmm. that makes sense. See, Very few video game franchises. I, I don't know how Resident Evil made it so far. I don't either. I'm still boggled. I'm like, who's still watching this shit? It's I, just like Fast and Furious. Like, who is still watching this shit? Like, who is going to go watch these trash movies? <laughs> like, that's what I keep asking. But somehow. <laughs> They keep happening. Well, and and that's what I was saying before. Is I feel like just just from what I've um, watched in the, some of the trailers for the newest film, is it kind of looks like that. I mean, it might not be the whole story, but it seriously seems like that the story might be revolving around Scorpion Sub Zero because it looks like you see Scorpion before he becomes actual Scorpion. It looks like you see Sub Zero raid his clan, and that's where that all kind of takes place. And I feel like that. I mean, which is fine, I guess, if they do that, but it's going to kind of suck because that story was already told in the animated film. Well, I think we got to, you got to figure out though, what is your, how many main characters can you have in this before you're too stuffed? Because here's the deal. You don't really have a time to do an Avengers level, do you? Let's pull a Snyder cut and make it four hours long. Fuck's (laughs) sake. I mean that's that's literally like why it was like that long is because there's just more backstory of those few characters. You have more backstory of like the main characters besides um what was it, Batman, Superman, and somewhat Wonder Woman. All your other characters had backstories. Okay. So that's what I mean, I know four hours is a long time, but I mean hell, if you do it right, if you have everyone engaged, it's good. You could work, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of in the same boat with you with this new Mortal Kombat film. It's either going to be really good or it's going to suck. Like, there's really going to be like, yeah, like it was okay. And like, some of the fun. No, it's, it's, you got a hype to live up to and you either kill it or you don't. 
Yeah, and I think for this... I don't know what stage like Mortal Kombat 2 video game was in development. But if you've got the writer for video game who's in adapting it to screen, I think you got to take the time to at least at that point either weave in your own backstory or mythology into this first movie that you can then put into the video game and then expand on again. And I get like it's frustrating when properties like, well, you didn't read the supplemental comic material or the or the or the movie we, <laughs> right? we sent with it. Like, well, too bad. I guess you're shit out of luck. You like, yeah. you didn't you didn't understand the movie mm. and, the, and the main points of that because uh, uh, I mean we did our damnedest to make sure like uh, we put in the supplemental material somewhere. Uh, it's your fault now. <laughs> yep. No, I'm here to watch this. Yep. You've got to give me everything to make it understandable, cohesive, and flow. And I. I don't need the plot holes. Like I think for this movie, it you can tell in some of the shots, like it really wants to focus. Your core three are so or Sonya. Sonya? Miss Blade. <laughs> Call me Miss Blade. Johnny and uh Lou. And you got Raiden Fiddle farting around in the background, you know. I guess how much backstory do you do? I mean, it's not like you need a ton, but I mean, it. It's it's like something that we that we talked in previous podcasts. Like as long as it like adds to the story, and like if there's something that needs to like make a callback or just like why they're here, like it, it just it needs to be enough backstory to say, hey, this is why this person is here, and this is like what they're trying to achieve. It's just something that connects to it, and something that's not like okay, well. That was pointless. Like, we don't care. Like, you just got to be a little creative with it, I guess. But at the same time, you don't need to be creative. And there's, just like you said now, plenty of source material that you can pull from that should be able to make it work. So going back to, like, the supplemental material. And I've watched some of these. But the Mortal Kombat Legacy from 2011 to 2013 that was on the web. Mm -hmm. um, It's a prequel to the – this is the, the synopsis. It's a prequel to the original game, explaining the background stories of several characters from the series and demonstrating their reasons for participating in the upcoming 10th Mortal Kombat tournament in which the first game was based. The episodes are non-linear with minimal continuity and each devoted to the story of a specific character or characters. The second season covers the tournament itself. Makes sense. Okay, that's not a bad way to go. No. But how many years past the original game... And the movie Ari from this being released. Right. And I probably need to watch this because there's some decent actors in it. But mm-hmm. again, neither here nor there. This is a supplemental, supplemental material I don't want. And this movie does try to do that with Sonya, with the Kano thing. That plot's kind of there. But when you're... What is the runtime of this thing? An hour and a half? Yeah, like I mean, it's not, it's not very long. And so you could beef this up with a little bit more backstory like if you're focusing on Sonya let's do it but then you can't throw in there like Shang Tsung really needs her there and then kidnaps her like he's got a weird fascination with her that is never explained Johnny Cage I understand it enough like he's an actor but no one thinks he's legit okay Liu Kang is running from his destiny and he's out for revenge so two of our three are there for revenge not completely original kind of lazy or do you focus on the bad guys? Right. Because like we've like we've tried to figure out, 
you've got a movie based on a fighting video game. How do you translate that into something worth watching? Like, how much of it do you change before it's not, you know, what it's based off of? Right. I don't know, man. I. It's it's definitely a hard project to take on, and I I wouldn't want to do it either because yeah, it's all just about fighting, and you know maybe that's what you do with a movie like that is you just not a whole lot of backstory and you just have some sick fighting scenes in it and call it good. But there was really isn't any sick fighting scenes in this. Well, yeah, but and what I I'm could, saying is yeah. if you were to make the movie like that's probably how I would do it, which. According to the director of this new film is that there's a lot of cool fighting scenes and some stuff that's been brought from the game, so I guess we'll see. I I take the stance that this movie shouldn't have happened for the sole fact it's a thin premise to begin with mm-hmm. and you've got no backstory. Mm-mm. And I get you wanna hit this while it's hot as a video game, like well yeah, like this is the best sell, like we gotta get a movie out, we right. gotta get a movie out. Like of course so, you do. So listen to this. Okay. <clears throat> so the first film gained a cult following amongst fans of the video game series and its success launched a Hollywood career as director, Paul W.S. Anderson. However, yeah. this momentum did not carry over into the movie sequel, Annihilation, which was directed by John R. Leonetti. The film received a poor reception by critics and fans alike, grossing only $36 million in the U.S. and 51 million worldwide. Yeah, but you know what? Wow. I, I would argue back though, the the numbers for the first one were because it's yeah. it's the first one. Yeah, exactly. And you gotta remember in ninety five, dude, you, you couldn't have yeah. shit ruined for you no. on the internet. So everybody's flocking yeah. to see it. And then once you like see it, like, oh man. Of course the second one's not gonna do well. Like that is a bad metric to measure the success of your movie is right. the dollars because everybody saw it. Everybody was disappointed, and no one came back for the second one. Yep. Money doesn't always speak the truth, man. So, two other little tidbits. Okay. The development of the original first Mortal Kombat Uh was being developed by four people. What do you mean develop? Are we talking like producer here? Like, the game. The game itself. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, we're we're veering off the movie here. Four people. Okay. Ed Boon and John Tobias were the top two. And then you have John Vogel and Dan Forden. Okay. Now, another side note here, which I don't know if you know this, but I'm sure if our All viewers right. are, are listening, I'm sure they probably know this if they're Mortal Kombat fans. But do you know where the name for the character Noob Cybot comes from? <laughs> no. It is Tobias Boon Backwards. <laughs> which is the two main guys, Ed oh. Boone and John Tobias. Okay, that that's not bad. Right? That's not bad. So, for what it's worth, the games are obviously fantastic, but movies, not so much. <laughs> well, I mean, I got the double disc, and so when the second one rolled over, I was like, oh, I'm going to skip. Because, A, the balls of this movie to end with everybody being happy and back on Earthrealm... <laughs> To straight up set up a sequel, yeah. The cojones of the mm. production, the producers, and everybody be like, "Oh yeah, like you we're doing know. this." Is just, yep, 
unreal. So it's funny because if you watch the very end of this, right near the start of the next one, A, you'll notice you've got new actors, mm-hmm. and B, it's not even the same outfits. Nope. And it's like, what are we doing here? You are you are directly coming off the first one. You already screwed the continuity. Why? How? Yep. And I would go back and say Mortal Kombat should not have done a prequel or a sequel setup like that. It should have ended with them on Earthrealm, all happy giddy. And guess what movie number two does? It either starts right there yep. or it says five years later. Or something stupid like it. There's got to be something. Uh, it's there was a time I thought this movie was good, and I was a young dumb idiot. Because right, this movie isn't great. That was definitely it, me. Also, oh, for some reason, I just really like Raiden's actor, Lambert. Mm-hmm. He is in Return for the second one, man. I just I don't know why, but I just I really liked him as Raiden, like just like his voice and yeah. I think I think he was probably my favorite character of this film. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for the little bit of time in there. Yeah. Man, this is just a terrible kickoff to. A, what was the long term game for these? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you're you got Mortal Kombat one. All right, let's do this. Mortal Kombat two. The video game comes out when. Seven ninety seven, the second one. Yeah, the first I, one? dude, I am so terrible. Okay, the video game's ninety two, the movie's ninety five. When's number two out? Um, number two came out in ninety three. No way. So you've got two two video games under your belt, and then number three came out in ninety five. Ooh, interesting. So you've got two video games. All right, so I guess you could be ballsy and say we're going to make a sequel because the game's already out. Yep. I guess that makes sense because you got Shao Kahn showing up, so he's already the bad guy from the game, which makes sense. But still, to end it with that kind of cliffhanger is yeah terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any really way. Gosh, but having said that, dude, you've almost got three video games out for the one movie. What? Lambert, what was his name? Lambert. Lambert. He voices Raiden in MK11. Ooh, interesting. So <laughs> he awesome. reprises his role of yep, uh, Raiden. So him and Shang Tsung did. I wonder if there are any others. That's nice. funny. But I, I just mm. don't think there's a good way to write this movie. And that's why I no. say like this 2021 20, movie, I, I don't know, man. Like I said, I... If it follows the Scorpion Sub-Zero story, fine. But like I said, that's already been done in the animated film. But, oh well. Well, I mean, not to, I don't know, ruin what we're about to do. But obviously we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm-hmm. And then the animated one. And then end with the 2021 Mortal Kombat. The yep. reboot. Yep. That's our four set. And so, so we'll be talking about it soon. Yeah. So starting with Mortal Kombat, like we're off to a terrible start. <laughs> Like awful, and that's why I say like and it's I, only going to get worse with the second <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, uh, well, it's almost a completely new movie when you have like what two actors return. Yeah, from the first one, like it, it's its own thing. Like to really call it a sequel, it's just you could almost just start it off there and call it good because it's a messy of a mess. So that's why I say like I hope 
having years and years of mythos and backstory built into this franchise that a movie can adapt better for a big screen. But it also goes back to your director, your writers, your producers, and what they want to see. And again, it is rated R, so I've got hope, but that alone does not sustain a movie. So, And I don't need the language necessarily. The violence, okay, because we are talking about a fighting Mm -hmm. game. I do want to see blood. I want to see someone's head pop off their body. Like, that's the video game. Like, it gets brutal. Yep. If we're adapting it, like, you've got to have it in some way. you got to keep some originality to it. Let's do it. The animated ones are, isn't it? Say again. The, the animated movie, that's R? Yep, it is. Yeah. We'll see, man. I just... I'm not confident. I don't think it'll be a... Yeah, I think it it might fall flat. I want to be wrong. But you know what? We're going to try our best to... And see if it's any good. Where's my... What? Yeah. I don't get much better than this. And this will not be in a new movie, I guarantee it. Just too goddamn good. Actually, I think I read that it is. No, get out of here. I'm dead serious. All right, I this, swear this this song's gonna be in the maybe next one. maybe 2021 for the win. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I really hope so, but I guess we'll see what happens. Cause Greg Russo's a writer on this. It'll be interesting. All right, man. For movie rewrite, I say this movie was terrible. Godspeed to trying to make this any better in any kind of capacity. Because you we'll, know the second one is. We'll figure it out as we go, bro. <laughs> and again, Mortal Kombat! Flawless victory. Ha, 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 ha.